Director James uh, Comey because of the handling of the investigation, but he knew how the investigation was handled when he asked him to stay on, when he asked FBI Director James Comey to stay on as FBI Director. Right. Including the meeting that they had uh, January 6th, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, so that was one thing. Secondly, uh, Comey uh, said he was honestly concerned that Trump might lie about their interactions. Now, this was a bombshell, and this, uh, a lot of news headlines were written about this. He's basically calling the, uh, the uh, president uh, a, a liar. Um, Washington Post had an article, Comey, White House lied about me, uh, FBI. Uh, there was also uh, another article from the New York Times, Comey bluntly raises possibility of Trump obstruction and condemns him and, and condemns his quote-unquote lies. All right, so um, when we look at this, yeah, Comey said he documented his private conversations with the uh, memcons, uh, a memorandum of conversations. He documented these in part because of the quote-unquote nature of the person, the nature of the person. So he said that he feared that Trump would lie about what happened, and he needed to document every detail of what took place with these interactions with Donald Trump. Now, is that where he said, Lordy, I hope he has tapes? Yeah, yeah that was in one of those, in one of the uh, uh, lines of questioning from the U.S. Senate, uh, he, he said, uh, the, the, the conversation about the tapes came up, and he, and he said, Lordy, I, I hope there are tapes. And he wants the tapes to come out, okay? Now, what's interesting is uh, Kellyanne Conway yesterday, I think it was on CNN or Fox, she was interviewed, and the conversation about tapes came up. She said she couldn't comment on the tapes, okay? Why can't you comment on the tapes? It was Trump who brought them up. Either you have them or you don't have them. Either you have them or you don't have them, okay? And why didn't she say there are no tapes? Well, the reason I, I think they're trying to go along with this bluff of Trump. I don't think there are tapes, number one. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, wouldn't say whether there were tapes or not. Go ahead. Here's the problem if there are tapes. Sure. It strengthens the claim of the whole back-channel communication with Russia. Mm -hmm. Because if there are tapes and the Secret Service did not put them in, that means the Trump Organization put them in. Right. Which is outside of the U.S. government, which is a whole another ball of wax. Right. Right. Well, the, uh, the other thing is is, um, you know, it came up about um, the, converse, the conversation with Trump, and he asked uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions to leave the room. This is in the Oval Office, Office. leave the room. Jared Kushner left the room, and uh, according to the testimony, uh, Jeff Sessions was reluctant to leave the room because he probably suspected something was up. And... Uh, Comey suspected something was up when he's asking these other people to leave the room and they're just in, their, uh, in the room by himself. Now, Comey talked about how in his opening, I think it was in his opening statement, he talked about how in the uh, years he served uh, under President Obama, he only had two one-on-one -on -one interactions with Obama, mm -hmm. where, there, where they were by themselves. Two one-on-one -on -one interactions, and one of them was for uh, Comey to say goodbye to President Obama at towards the end of Obama's term, okay? Mm -hmm. With Trump, he's had nine one-on-one -on -one interactions with him, okay? <clears throat> Three in person, six on the phone, all right? And this is extremely, extremely 
uh, rare and disturbing. And the longest one with Obama was about race and justice. Yeah. Race and the FBI. Yes, yes. Okay, so, um, so Comey said he documented his private conversation with Trump in part because of the nature of the person. He said, quote, I, I was honestly concerned that he might lie about the nature of our meetings. And for those diehard Trump supporters who think, oh, well, Trump would never lie about this, well, you should check out the, uh, you should do some fact checking, number one. Uh, check out the Washington Post, July 1st, 2016. A fact checker looked into 158 things Donald Trump said 78% were false. Okay, out of 158 statements, this is during the campaign, 78% were false. But it gets even better because in the first 100 days of the Trump regime, he made 492 false or misleading claims in the first 100 days. Washington Post, 100 days of Trump claims. 100 days of Trump claims. Check this out. They have it broken down by category, Steve. They document each one of the false claims. They have it broken down by category. Jobs, immigration, foreign policy, health care, economy, biographical record, election, crime, environment, trade, taxes, and then a category for miscellaneous. So this is very well documented. You're dealing with a pathological liar here, okay? Um, so now Comey said that the, other, the, the next thing, uh, number three, is Comey said he, he is sure the special counsel, Robert Mueller, former FBI director, will look into whether Trump obstructed justice. Okay, now this was this was big yesterday. Um, uh, Comey told the uh, U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee that Trump told aides, such as Attorney General Jeff Sessions and his son-in-law Jared Kushner, to leave the Oval Office on February 14th. This is February 14th, yeah, Valentine's Day. Comey said Trump then brought up uh, ending the probe into the uh, Michael Flynn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, at, at his hearing, Comey said it was not for him to say whether the president sought to obstruct justice. But he then added that he was sure the special counsel, Robert Mueller, will look into that. Okay, And it's probably being looked into right now. Now, um, one of the things that came out yesterday was uh, Comey confirmed that at the time that he spoke with Trump, uh, he confirmed that Trump was not under investigation. Mm -hmm. Just because he's not, he was not under investigation back then, a few months ago or two months ago, does not mean he's not under investigation now. First of all, you have the criminal investigation with Special Counsel Robert Mueller, number one. Number two, the investigation that the FBI was, is doing, is conducting, that is a counterintelligence investigation, okay? Now, uh, with these types of investigations, there's no telling where they can lead, mm -hmm. okay? And you may not start with, you may not start at the top. You, you, you allow the evidence to take you where it's going to lead. We know that the FBI investigation started in late July 2016 after the 35-page dossier compiled by ex-MI6 uh, agent Christopher Steele was turned over to FBI agents. Mm -hmm. Okay, he turned this dossier over to FBI agents, and then in July, and then the FBI investigation is going to start in late July 2016, and it continues today. Okay, so just because he wasn't under investigation uh, during the three times that Comey assured Trump he was not under investigation does not mean he's not under investigation now. Now, what's very interesting, Steve, is that there's been a lot of comparisons to Watergate. Now, this is much worse than Watergate. Watergate was a... a, a How is this worse than Watergate? Well, Watergate was a third-rate break-in, and the, the, the real crime was the cover-up in Watergate. 
Not the crime. The real crime was the cover-up and obstruction of justice. First article of impeachment against Richard Nixon, uh, instruction, uh, obstruction of justice. He tried to use the CIA to get the FBI to back off of the Watergate investigation. Mm -hmm. He fires uh, the person leading up the investigation into Watergate also. Okay, So there, there's uh, been a lot of comparisons to Watergate lately. Now, this is moving much faster than Watergate. It took... Uh, about two years, if I remember correctly, for you to get a uh, special prosecutor, prosecutor in the Watergate case. Right. You have special counsel after about 118 days into Trump's administration. This is moving much, much faster than Watergate. Now, um, Nick Ackerman, Nick Ackerman wrote an article yesterday for the New York Daily News, okay? And he talked about it last night on, I think it was, it was uh, the Rachel Maddow show last night, okay? Now for those who are not familiar with Nick Ackerman, he's a former assistant U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, and he was an assistant special Watergate prosecutor. So he was involved in the Watergate prosecution. He wrote an article yesterday that appears this morning on the front page, New York Daily News, pile of evidence proves Trump committed federal crime in an attempt to obstruct FBI investigation. Mm -hmm. Now, this is somebody who has experience with obstruction of justice because he was an assistant special prosecutor in Watergate. Okay, so people should check out this article from New York Daily News. Um, a pile of evidence proves Trump committed federal crime in an attempt to obstruct FBI investigation. This is written by Nick Ackerman. This is somebody who has experience with this, okay? All right, so uh, if we continue. Now, Comey wants uh, the, the, uh, Trump to release the recordings if they exist, okay? And uh, in response, he said, Lordy, I hope, these I hope uh, the there are tapes, okay? Because this will confirm what uh, uh, Comey has been saying. Now, for people who say, well, this is a he said, he said situation. Not exactly. No, here's why. Uh, former FBI Director James Comey testified under oath with the penalty of perjury in front of the U.S. Intel Senate Committee. Not only did he testify yesterday, he actually took questions. Mm -hmm. Not only did he testify under oath and take questions, he also had contemporaneous notes to back up what he was talking about that coincided with the times that he was talking about. Okay? Not only did he do this, but when it came to uh, the February 14th meeting where, where, where Trump asked him, uh, implied to him, he said, I hope you can let this go, referring to the Michael Flynn investigation. He told people around him shortly after that, he's going to tell people around him in the FBI that this took place also. He then documents this with the memcons, memorandum of, of conversation. Okay, mm -hmm. Here, Now you have Trump on the other side who uh, spoke through his attorney who made some grave mistakes yesterday, Mark Kazowitz, in his uh, uh, press conference, uh, and Trump was not under oath, and Kazowitz did not take questions from the media. Okay? So you have one person on, the, uh, on one side who's under oath, penalty of perjury if he lies, takes questions from the U.S. Senate Intel Committee, has contemporaneous notes to back up what he's talking about, and then when it came to uh, Trump asking him February 14th to uh, drop the case, uh, drop, drop the investigation surrounding Michael Flynn, he told people around him to also further document. Okay, so this is much more than a he said, he said. Okay? Now, Fox News may want to make it that, but no, when you deal with facts and, and reality, that's not the case. This is much more than he said, he said. Okay, I know we're coming up on the break, Steve. So, uh, yeah, you want to um, chime in here? 
No, I mean, you've given an excellent discourse. Okay. On it. Um, and there's more. But, but wait. There's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> we can, we'll get to this on the other side as, of the break. Go ahead. As we get into more. Yeah. Where do we head with this? I don't think it goes to impeachment. Well, here's the thing, Steve. Number one. Number one, I think. Oh, okay. Number one, I think uh, is going to. I think I still maintain Trump is going to be forced to resign from office. Okay. Well, I think so too, just the same way Nixon was. Absolutely. Because if Absolutely. you're impeached, if you have to go before Congress, you have to testify under oath. He's not going to do that. Well, yeah. He, oh, the last thing a pathological liar wants to happen is that you're put on trial with penalty of perjury. Okay. Now, uh, as, as this continues, and you, you're starting to see some Republicans starting to back away from Trump, you're starting to see this. Okay. Um, it's possible he may. It's possible articles of impeachment may be drawn up. That's possible. As more and more information comes out, and it becomes glaringly clear. As more and more information comes out, and it becomes glaringly clear, okay, to a three-year-old that there was obstruction of justice. Um, articles of impeachment may be drawn up. But once again, I, like I said before, I don't think Trump is going to make it. To the end of this year as president, I think he's going to be forced to resign. Mm -hmm. And if you were shot when Ali B. Foreman's behind, mm -hmm. wait until you see Donald Trump resign. <laughs> Mr. Macon, take us to break. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with more analysis of James Comey's testimony. I also want to talk to you about these uh, exhibits that are going on at all of Detroit's cultural institutions okay. uh, commemorating the riots. Okay. The rebellions. Right? Yes, yes. The rebellions. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> we'll talk about difference in the so uh, that came into it so Comey said he thinks it had something to do with the Russian investigation he said quote I know I was fired because of something about the way I was conducting the Russian investigation was in some way putting pressure on him in some way irritating him and he decided to fire me because of that end quote now what's interesting is that when you look at obstruction of justice they're going to look at a pattern because Comey is the third person who Trump fired who was investigating him? We uh, uh, investigating him in the campaign. So we know first you had uh, Deputy uh, uh, Attorney General uh, Sally Yates. Um, you have uh, uh, U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and we know that uh, his territory was Manhattan, and Trump Tower was in his territory as well. So this is the third person who Trump fired, who was investigating him. Okay, uh, now. Uh, it came out yesterday that uh, Comey leaked his memos uh, in hopes that uh, that would lead to a special counsel. Comey testified that he decided to orchestrate a leak of memos he wrote after encounters with Donald Trump. He said, quote, I asked a friend of mine to share the content of a memo with the reporter. Uh, with, with the reporter, he said, I didn't do it myself for a variety of reasons, but I asked him to, uh, uh, I asked him to do it because... I thought that might prompt the appointment of a special counsel. So the friend that he got to do this was uh, Columbia Law Professor Daniel uh, Richmond. Oh, he did name the friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that came out, and that's been confirmed by NBC News. Mm -hmm. Now, um, the uh, Trump's attorney uh, had a, held a press conference yesterday, which uh, did not go very well. Okay, now his attorney's name is Mark Kazowitz. Okay, Mark Kazowitz is not a Washington attorney. He's not an attorney that has experience with government. He has handled. He's he's a personal attorney for Trump. He handled him in the uh, uh, Trump University 
uh, fake university scam that uh, Trump had. Mm -hmm. uh, he's handled, handled him in some real estate deals, things like this. Uh, number one, uh, three problems, three main problems with the test with the the press conference. Number one, um, he he stated that Trump did not ask for Comey's loyalty. Okay, Comey testified under oath penalty of perjury that Trump did uh, ask for his loyalty. Number one, number two, um, Trump never asked to uh, end the investigation. So he said. Uh, that Trump never asked to end the investigation or applied to end the investigation into Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Comey, under oath, testified uh, not only that he did, but also told some people around him in the FBI that this happened and had, had notes to document what happened also. Okay? That's the second thing that was wrong. Third thing that was wrong was that the timeline of the release of the memo in the New York Times article was wrong also. So uh, Kasowitz said that the memo was leaked prior to Trump tweeting on May 12th that uh, Comey better hope that there are no tapes. Okay? That's not true. And the New York Times tweeted yesterday that said, no, we posted that article on the 16th after Trump uh, posted the tweet. And what came out yesterday was the reason why Trump, re reason why Comey uh, decided to release the memos was because of Trump's tweet on May 12th. So Trump keeps stepping on landmines that are blowing up in his face and accelerating his own demise. Okay? So that tweet was May 12th. Then the article from the New York Times was May 16th. Okay? So th there were three things wrong with uh, his $1,500 an hour attorney's press conference yesterday. I wonder if he's going to get a discount. On, on, on his rate because of these debacles yesterday with Casowitz uh, uh, in this press conference. I doubt he's going to get a break, but I heard that Casowitz was actually walking around passing out cigars and saying, we won. Well, tr Trump tweeted this morning that he's totally vindicated. I don't know what he was watching. He wasn't totally vindicated. But you know what's interesting? When mm -hmm. he tweets, he's talking to his base. Well, yeah, he's it's talking a, to his base, and, whole, and, and, and on Twitter, it's been and on Twitter, it's speculated that half of those accounts are false. Number one, uh -huh. he, he's he's tweeting to his base, but his base is dwindling. Number one, number two, he has to understand he's not the president of his base; he's the president of, of the entire uh, America, approximately 323 million people. Uh, number two, number three, he has to understand that there are multiple investigations, and that those tweets are presidential records. And they can be used against him. He's stupid. And it's already hurting him in his attempt to get the uh, travel ban to the Supreme Court. Well, not only is it hurting him, he's admitted that it's a travel ban. He tweeted three times, I think it was this weekend, about the travel ban. And he had, in all capital letters, that it's a travel ban. He has his attorneys arguing it's not a travel ban. And once again, here you have dumb Donald undermining the people who are out representing him in the media, and they're saying, oh, it's not a travel ban. Sean Spicer saying, no, that's, he's using the terminology that the media used. No, he kept saying, he kept tweeting over and over again, it's a travel ban. A travel ban. Yeah. And he said, I don't care what the media or the courts say, it's a travel ban. Michael, yes. we, can, we can beat this very much alive horse to death. Oh, no, no, we're just yeah, giving an overview. You know, we can beat him, beat him to death. <laughs> and uh, I don't mind. I mean, I, well, I don't. I don't mind staying on this topic. Oh no, no. But we can go at to some point topic. in time, mm -hmm. 
it becomes enough. I read in the paper this morning that uh, all of our major uh, cultural institutions, mm -hmm. uh, museums, sure. are going to have tributes to the 1967 what? Rebellion. Ah, rebellion. Now, the difference between, oh, let me just give this quickly. Uh, NBCnews.com, read the article, James Comey testimony. Here are nine key moments from the hearing. And I took notes. I watched it yesterday, DVR'd it, going back and watch it again. Uh, here are nine key moments from the hearing. Uh, then also, uh, check out the article, NBCnews.com. Comey, White House lied, plain and simple, about firing. Comey, White House lied, plain and simple, about firing. So the difference between a rebellion and a riot. A riot is what white college students have after they lose a basketball championship. That's a riot. They're out in the streets setting couches on fire, uh -huh. turning over cars. Nobody was shot and killed. They lost a basketball championship. That's a riot. A rebellion is people fighting against an oppressive system. And the, uh, and the rebellion is a last resort. Do you think everybody involved in the riots knew that? Not everybody, but a lot of people did. So and, and you some have people could have done been just rioting. Some people, some people could have taken. Some people probably took advantage of it. But you have, if we go back, first of all, 1967, you're going to have uh, 159 violent uprisings in the U.S. in 1957. Okay, you have Newark, New Jersey. Uh, you have uh, yeah, Newark, New Jersey. You have the Watts riots, the Watts rebellions. You have Detroit. Uh, you're going to have uh, some. Some are going to be on a large, on a, on a smaller scale. Some on a larger scale. Uh, and this was building up. You have rebellions in 64, 65. We see them after Malcolm X is assassinated. Then April uh, Johnson, President Lyndon Johnson, who is going to, and the Kerner Commission was designed to find out why are these rebellions taking place? Okay, why, why are all these rebellions taking place? And, and, and they basically stated that America was quickly becoming uh, 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 two Americas, uh, separate and unequal, okay? And once again, as we talked about yesterday, politics is dealing with the, uh, the uh, legal distribution of scarce wealth, power, and resources. And they talked about the poverty, uh, lack of opportunity in many cities, things like this, okay? So, uh, it, you know, blackpass.org had a uh, very good article dealing with the, um, dealing with the Kerner Commission, okay? Blackpass.org. Uh, dealing with the Kerner Commission. People should uh, uh, read that. I talked about this, you know, a couple weekends ago mm -hmm. uh, at the Charles H. Wright Museum. I did a presentation mm -hmm. uh, for African Liberation Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I talked about this because my presentation was on um, the, uh, I dealt with uh, uh, African-American <laughs> resistance in the era of Donald Trump, voter suppression, reparations, and how elections so, have consequences. So can we expect another rebellion these days? Um... What, I, what I'm saying is, is that the, if, if certain conditions are not changed, then the uh, seeds for that tree to grow once again exist, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, if, 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 if a certain incident happens, it's possible it can jump off again, okay? Right. Uh, the, what... what what people have to do, and this is why, you know, Duggan's speech at Mackinac Island, one of the reasons why it's so important, and other people have done this also, but it's, all, it's good that he said this to white people. Um, the, the history of Detroit and how public policy, uh, federal, state, and local policy, helped create the conditions that led up to 
the rebellion in the first place. Mm -hmm. Okay, you talk about the Federal Housing Administration in 49 uh, with the uh, letting white people put down 3% down on low interest loans to get houses built out in the suburbs. You have the deindustrialization of the mm -hmm. inner city, things like this, okay? So right. it's important for us to uh, understand this history. Michael, where can people catch you this weekend? Uh, this, uh, well, tonight uh, is Friday, teaching my online class, Ancient Kemet, the Moors, and the Ma'afa, Understanding the Transatlantic Slave Trade, what they didn't teach in school. Visit AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com for more information to register there. And uh, so it's 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., all the sessions are recorded. And then Sunday, uh, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, the African History Network show, 9, 10 a.m., the Superstation. All right. Thank you, Michael. What's up? Hey, thanks for having me back again, Steve. All right, Ramonte, you were great this morning. Mr. Macon, just one question for you. Yes. How can a person say they're going to do more for black business as a mayor if they won't pay their own black vendor <laughs> and then get outed on television? It is a bad one. I mean, if Coleman Young <laughs> is not going to pay a simple bill to a website designer, which is the, his current major source, yeah of people getting information on the campaign. He's not yeah. going to pay a black man that he hired. Yeah. How can he do more for black vendors if he ever becomes mayor? Now, has he paid him in the past? Was this an installment or was this the total payment? Dude, I don't know, but he okay. owes him $400 and the soul okay. brother took him down. Apparently it's a month of going by. monthly payment. It was, a, it was a monthly payment. Monthly yeah, payment, he took, yeah. Okay. took him down. Okay, it was a monthly payment. So, yeah. So, yeah, you can't I, let that happen again. I paid never. But, 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 but it doesn't mean that he hasn't paid him in the past. So this is a stick right. for the record. But the soul, the soul brother had to take it down. <laughs> right. It's so embarrassing. It's still not a good look. It's, it's like that. It's look, like that sound when you didn't used to pay your phone bill. Do do do. That's still not a good look. He can recover. He can recover. He can. He's got to prove that he can play black black vendors. He's got to prove that he he can play black vendors. If you go, if you go, if well, you go say you're going to create more jobs, you got to at least know that those jobs will be paid too, right? But right. In, in all fairness, he may have other African American vendors that he has paid, right. and then also this was a monthly installment. So it appears that he's paid the monthly installment mm. in the past. Mm. He didn't pay it this pay it this time. You can't let no, him. No, it's been a while. Happen. It's been a while because the guy said he went to his mama. Then he went to his aunt, and then he went to the Adolf. What do you call? What do you call a while? <laughs> it's been a while. Well, but my thing, you, you can't let stuff like this happen. Well, you know, most most businesses, you, get, you have like thirty days on the invoice mm -hmm. to pay. It. I mean, mm -hmm. what ninety days? Uh -huh. You got ninety days. <laughs> coming up on that, well, <laughs> coming up on that time. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure more details will come out. I, I'm sure Adolf will talk about this on this show, and, and more details will come out. But, we, we, but we, we should deal with the facts from this side of it. We should deal with the facts and evidence. And we did dealing with this. <laughs> but it appears this was a monthly installment, and, mo and most likely he, he, he's paid the monthly installment. No, in the past. no, no. So we don't want to make it seem like look at that. We can't even pull it up on Google. We don't want to make it seem like. He's my never man, paid the vendor. My man moved it, removed it from the search stars. We don't want to make it seem like he's never paid the vendor. What if uh, Duggan put my man on now? Put your uh, oh, if I'm Duggan, I'm taking that guy. <laughs> I'm taking the domain. I'm taking every domain that even looks like Cobra Duggan. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's it. TwoBlackForYou.com. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. That's the new Cobra Young website. Yeah.